Hi guys and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTradingCommunity.com. Technically the first one of this year, 2021, although um, I did record a few at the back end of 2020 that I've released today. Um, so go and listen to those. Uh, basically we've updated all our way of putting our podcasts on, so I had to wait for Adam to do a video for me. But it's good because it means we've got quite a lot of content to release just as we hit this second or third or whatever lockdown it is now. That was a real kick in the groin, right? So if you're listening to this in the future, um, obviously it's January and we're going into this apparent final lockdown where we hope it is anyway. Um, and yeah, man, what what a kick in the groin that felt like on Monday when uh, Ros broke the news to me. I mean, it didn't help that the Dolphins, that the Miami Dolphins had just been knocked out uh, of the NFL and uh, didn't make the playoffs on the last week of the season. I was already feeling pretty blue. Um, but, you know, I guess as traders, we just have to kind of, you know, that old saying, keep calm and carry on because this is what we do, right? This is This is my job. This is... A lot of you guys who listen, I know it's your job, and a lot of you guys who listen want this uh, as a future career. Um, and obviously, you know, it's good to talk about this stuff and, and work out, right, where are we at? Where's trading at? Um, so I'm kind of going to do a little look at 2020, look at some of the things that happened, some of the things I learned, some of the things I want to improve myself moving forward, and then talk a little bit about the aspirations of 2021, of what we've got coming up, of what we've got to look forward to, etc., etc. Um, so yeah, looking back at last year, I mean, I think the biggest thing for me, trading, I mean, I'm going to focus on football here, and trading the football last year, the first half goal market just was so disappointing after COVID, wasn't it? I mean, anyone who trades first half goals as much as I do, um, you know, I think most systems that people who spoke to me as well, not just my own, but people who spoke to me and, and obviously the member systems, they took a downturn. And and I wonder why that is. I wonder why why is it that the first half was seemingly more affected than the second half? The second half took a little bit of a hit, but nowhere near as much as the first half. And I, it kind of got me thinking and I thought, well, without fans, maybe there's not motivation to score in the first half because... You don't need to score. The thing with football is you don't need to score in the first half to win a game, right? You don't need to be winning at half time. So, you know, a lot of the time, if you go in at nil-nil at half time, it's not the end of the world, right, for any team. And I'll tell you what reflects that. What reflects that is the fact that if you actually follow a match on Betfair and look at the odds at half time, the odds don't change dramatically, right? The odds will, 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 of course, the draw odds will come in a bit and uh, the two teams might go out slightly. In fact, the underdog might even come in if it's nil at half time. Um, but yeah, the odds don't shift hugely at half time. Now, why is that? It's because there's still a whole other half of football to go. And actually, we know most goals tend to be scored in the second half anyway. So I wonder if teams are just often settling for a nil-nil going, well, we'll just have it out in the second half. And without fans there, they can maybe get away with it a little bit more, you know, not having to go for it from the start. I don't think fans would be that happy about the amount of nil-nils we're seeing at half time, um, And I think that does affect players. I mean, it's, it's the best explanation I've got. 
you know, because I can't look at the home away advantage of not having fans other than that and think that that makes really much of a difference towards it. It has to be a motivational issue. Um, and it's been a shame because I've loved the first half goals. First half goal markets were making so much money for us um, before COVID. But the positive is, and, and I think the way that you have to look at this is we're getting this vaccine out. COVID is hopefully going to be gone by maybe mid-year, right? So maybe start of the summer. Now, we know that we can expect things to go back to normal eventually, maybe towards the end of the year, maybe toward the, you know, the start of next season. And I think that's going to be a really interesting time to see, right? Do, do these strategies that we've got, do they pick up again? You know, does the first half goal pick back up again? Because second half goal, and that stuff's been doing okay. It's it's had a little drop off since COVID again, kind of expected because the home advantage is slightly less now. Although it does still, you know, it does still have somewhat, you know, some importance. Um, but still, it's uh, it it's dropped off a little bit, and I kind of think. What's interesting is that we're going into quite an exciting time in some ways, right? It might not feel like it, but, you know, I mean, especially if let's say you're a trader and you started trading when COVID hit, you thought this is this is a time to start trading, right? And you, you're, you're going for goals, you like first half goals. Well, you might have a strategy that's struggling. It might be breaking even. It might be making a small loss each month. However, when... COVID's gone, I'd retest that strategy, right? Now, this is one thing I really want to get across in this podcast today. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater on some of the strategies you've been testing, because I think post-COVID, you might see that they go up. Because when I look at the first half goal stats, over hundreds of games that we tested with, with Frode's first half goal filter, it was doing incredibly well before COVID. Now, downturns can happen at any time, you know, for any reason. But it does seem a bit of a coincidence that it would suddenly happen at the start of COVID. So I think it could be quite exciting. If you've got a first half goal system that's maybe breaking even, any system, any system for goals, you know, even if it's second half goal one, maybe don't quite throw the baby out with a bath order if it's not going the way you want at the moment. And just think, hang on, once the fans start getting back in, once things go back to normal, this might pick up. Um, and I can test it again and, and, and see how it goes. Uh, that's one thing I'd say on that. But yeah, looking at trading last year, you know, it wasn't an easy year. Thankfully, we, we still have elite sport and it seems that that's going to carry on. We're going to have the football, the cricket, the tennis, the horse racing. Let's just hope that keeps going um, because at the end of the day, that's how we make our livelihoods. And And what's frustrating for a lot of traders is that obviously, you know, we don't get all these government handouts that other people have been getting right so we kind of have to just keep working we keep having to go through what we're going through um but the flip side of that is we can keep working right the good thing about trading is we can keep working we don't have to stop right now our boss isn't going to sack us right you know again we have so many benefits being pro traders doing this for a living there's so many benefits to it you know, we don't have a boss. We are our own boss. We do the hours we want. Hey, if we need to work a bit harder, if we need to watch a few more games, if we need to do a little bit more trading, then so be it. That's the beauty of our job. 
You know, I always remember Chris Rock. I don't know if anyone else here likes Chris Rock. Don't worry, I'm not going to be doing any kind of impersonations of his comedy. He's so funny and I couldn't I couldn't pull that off. But one of the things he said was that, you know, there's a difference between having a career and a job, right? When you've got a career, which I think of trading as a real kind of career, you can't wait to get into work, right? And start working on your project because it's like a project, right? This is what we do. It's like a project. You know, we're, we're studying, we're examining, we're doing spreadsheets, we're collating results and we're trading. You know, we're using all this skill we're acquiring. It's fun. It's exciting. Well, I hope it is because I love it. I have so much passion for trading and I hope you guys do because this is such a great time to do it. Now, if you work a job, let's say you just work a nine to five, you know, laborious type job, there's too many hours in the day, right? You just want to be out of that work. You know, I think he gave an example of scraping, he was scraping shrimp off a plate uh, for like two hours. He just goes, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to look at my watch because you want time to pass. I'm just going to keep going. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna look. I'm gonna treat myself, and it's gonna be ages since I last looked. And he, he said it felt like a couple of hours had passed. He looked at his watch, and it was ten minutes, right? Now I think that is such a perfect way of kind of giving an analogy of what having a job compared to what having a career feels like. So you know, let's not let's try not to lose that feeling because I know it's so easy at the moment in COVID, and I know that I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I'm sick of right straight off the bat. It, they're trying to regurgitate everything now. So if you notice, like Joe Wicks has made a comeback and all this stuff from the last lockdowns trying to make a comeback. And I don't know, I kind of, I'm over that. I kind of, I kind of just want to carry on, get life going back the way it was um, and not have to like be subjected to all this, oh, do all this at home and X, Y, and Z. It's like, you know what? There's a finish line fairly close now. Um, that's why I'm trying to have a different feeling here. Because as hard as it is, the reality is we didn't have a finish line last time, right? We didn't have a vaccine. So we literally had no idea what's going to happen. I think now we can have a fair idea. By summer, hopefully, things are going to be back to normal or, or getting there. You know, maybe it takes towards the end of the year till things fully get back to normal. Um, but yeah, we're so lucky to do what we do. Just keep your fingers crossed, keep everything crossed that elite sport continues, you know, um, because I, I want to make money. You want to make money, right? We want to make money this year. We want to carry on making money. We're very lucky that it has been going on. I know a lot of people's jobs haven't. And I, I do feel for it. You know, I really do feel for people who've lost their jobs because it's sickening. People are losing their businesses left, right and center. And it's sickening because they've literally done nothing wrong. It's It's a black swan event. Right. It's just so out of the blue. It's nothing to do with someone having a bad business if they lose their business right now. Um, so I really feel for those people. And I think looking at 2020, we've got to look back at it as one of those years where in in years to come, we're like, wow, do you remember that year? You know, because, OK, it's not like living. Let, let's get one thing straight. It's not like living through a war like some people try and compare it to. But it's probably the closest thing as in staying in our homes, fear of, you know, going out and getting ill. It's probably the closest thing we've had since that here in the UK anyway. 
Um, well, in my lifetime, definitely, because we haven't had anything like this. Uh, you know, I'm in my mid-30s now, and uh, I certainly can't remember ever being told to stay in home. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those things. And maybe we can look back on it years ago, and, and it's actually one of those things. You know, we can tell, hopefully, future generations about it when we're older and say, this is what happened. Um, can you believe that that happened because you know I've got a four-year-old he's not really going to remember any of it and when I tell him in years to come you know I think he's going to be amazed that we actually went through that um and so yeah it's difficult it's difficult being at home you know I want to go out and do things now the the thing I really missed out on this year um as you know if you listen to these podcasts I'm a big fan of the NFL I love the Miami Dolphins like nothing else other than Norwich City Football Club and so it means so much to me to go and see them play. Now, I've been fortunate enough that they've come to London, I think they've come about five times, and I've actually seen them play, I think, three or four times now. Um, and I would have seen them every time if it wasn't for these ridiculous ticket scalpers who, I don't even know how they get the tickets because I missed out one year and I was literally there on time, on early, ready to get the tickets, and they were already all taken before they even opened it. So... I don't know what's going on there. But anyway, um, you know, I missed out on seeing them this year because they were due to play in London. The international games got cancelled. Hopefully we'll have international games next year and, and Miami will play there. That's one of the big things I missed out on because, you know, some of my best experiences recently have been going to these, these major events. Uh, the year before I went to see the baseball, I went to see the Yankees against the Red Sox. Had a fantastic time with my old man, who obviously, if you're on the forum, you'll know, the great cricket trader, Richard Futter. Um, and yeah, that's that's the one thing I really feel like, oh, I wish, I, wish I'd been able to do that this year, uh, especially with the Dolphins having a half-decent team. And I'm sure like any of you who go and do things that you've had to miss out on, I mean, we haven't really had any tennis summer league. We got a couple of club matches done in the summer, um, and luckily we, we managed to finish one right on the on the end of it and before we went back into lockdown again so we had a couple of league matches but you know we didn't really have full leagues or anything like that um and again we've had to cancel all the winter stuff so you know anyone who's got a hobby I mean my mum plays in brass bands and and that's she hasn't been able to do that since the first lockdown um which you know is crazy so that's her hobby basically shut off for a whole year and and you know she's obviously not young and when you're older I think you rely on on these things a little bit more than maybe when you're younger I tell you what I'm I'm glad as hell I'm not like you know in my teens uh or you know early 20s because not going out for a whole year and being able to go out go clubbing and whatnot and all that stuff wow I think that's something that uh I would have found that really, really difficult. Um, so, yeah, if you've been going through that yourself, you know, I feel for you. Um, and, you know, hopefully you've been able to still keep in touch with friends and stuff and, and do things here and there. Um, but, yeah, you know what? It was a tough year for everyone. There's no one who escaped it being a tough... It doesn't matter what position you're in, right? Because I always think this, right? See, when you get the mega rich people, I was actually thinking about this a couple of days ago, and, you know, you see all these massive houses. God, it'd be nice to have a house like that. But then you think, do you know what? It doesn't really matter what your house is like. When you're cooped up in there and told you can't go anywhere, it's still a prison, right? So, um, and I know people try and dress it up, and some people try and dress it up and 
and a lot of people bragging about I noticed on the radio like TalkSport and stuff about how, how big their gardens were and stuff like that which I don't really understand why you do that um, but you know it is what it is but I, I don't believe that even those people were, are fully satisfied just being at home 24-7 I don't think anyone is but anyway that's kind of 2020 right and and that's what 2020 is going to be forever that is always what that year is going to be remembered for and there's not really a lot else to discuss around that now let's move it forward let's move into 2021 now obviously not go off to a great start we got the vaccine you know the main thing for us as traders is that sport is carrying on so what are my hopes for the year so my hope is that by the summer things will be pretty much back to normal We'll have the European Championships. They still seem to want to go ahead with that at the moment. No signs that they're not going to. So that's good. That's good news. We'll have that. We'll have some great football to look forward to. I mean, one of the big pluses, actually, is that we're going to have, and we have had, so much football crammed into a short space of time, right? So instead of spreading it all out, it's been pretty much endless, you know. Um, and I've enjoyed following Norwich. I mean, I'll tell you what I'm also starting to enjoy, you know, when the, when there's not a lot else to watch from our leagues. Um, Serie A, you know, I quite like Inter in the Serie A. And it's nice to see that Juventus are being challenged for once, that they might not actually win the league. Although, knowing the way they are, they probably still will find a way. But it's nice to see it be a really open league this year. And also the same with uh, La Liga, where, you know, it looks like Atletico Madrid, really, they're in pole position. Now, Real look like they could still challenge. Barcelona look like they're done. They look like they're not going to challenge this year. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's crazy, actually, in some of these leagues. I mean, I don't know what it's like now, because it's probably about a week or two since I looked. But last time I looked at... Uh, the French league they, that wasn't PSG weren't even top so it's quite interesting isn't it we're seeing all this football all this short space of time no crowds it seems to be somewhat leveling the playing field um, although you know can you really ever level the playing field I don't know what we've seen at Sheffield United how crazy has that been two points half a season basically never ever saw that coming they looked so good last year it's it's quite astounding, really, that that can happen. But it just reminds us, you know, this beautiful game we love, it can happen. It really can. So hopefully we get things all back to normal. We get the tennis back. You know, we get the tennis back. We have Wimbledon this year. Really missed Wimbledon. I love that as an event. I love to trade. I love trading Grand Slams. For some reason in tennis, I find Grand Slams so easy to trade. I think it's because I'm a big... If if you follow me in trading, you'll know I'm big on motivation, right? One of the biggest areas I trade is motivation. Teams have to be motivated. And if both teams are motivated, I won't go. I will go for goals more likely. If they're not, I'll probably leave it. Same with tennis. If I'm going to back a player, I need to know they're fully motivated. Well, when it's not a grand slam, players might seem motivated and they might be trying, don't get me wrong, but I think subconsciously you're not quite trying as hard, are you? You know, for example, um, let's say I'm playing at my tennis club and I'm just playing a social night. I'm not trying as hard at that quite. Although I do still, I still am overly competitive even against club players, as I am when I go and enter a tournament and I'm really focused and trying hard. So I think that stuff does make a big difference. Um, now, the big thing, the 
big, big thing for BTC in the next few weeks is going to be the horse racing software launching. So we've kind of taken a bit of a backseat on the horse racing. We kind of, you know, chilled it a bit, me and Ryan, because we're waiting for this software to drop. And when it does, we're going to be hitting the horse racing hard because Adam's shown us the software and it looks fantastic. Um, so if you remember, obviously, I think... Although I can't say this for 100%, right? But I'm pretty sure about this, that, that it's going to be dropping as part of the membership. Now, the key will be, you know, make sure you're a member. If you're not a member, make sure you sign up in the next couple of weeks because we're going to, like we say, it's going to be an add-on. We're not going to charge extra for it. Now, if you just want horses, I think we're going to have a similar membership fee just for horses and then that's fine. If you're already a member, you will get this horse racing upgrade for free. You know, we're we're big proponents. We don't add to people's membership fees once they've signed up. But obviously, if you're not already signed up, um, and like I say, all this software does cost a lot of money, not just to create, but to run, um, then I think we're going to have kind of separate the memberships out a bit and work that all out purely because... Um, it's better for you guys, you know, to have, if you want to be more focused and you just want to trade horses, there's no point us lumping in an extra charge for football, right? Um, so we're going to try and work all that out. Um, I know Ryan's on that stuff, uh, so he he can actually say for sure. Um, but it's really exciting. So if, if you do want to just have everything, basically, and moving forward for the next few years, um then you know sign up and then stay a member because you're gonna you're just gonna get so much value out of that package long term i mean there's people who signed up in the early days and they're on such cheap rate and they they got everything they get everything still added you know because like i say we're big proponents of that we're never going to tell people no you signed up a year ago on a cheaper subscription so you do not get whatever we make now one of our big things has always been we will not raise the price of someone who's signed up um, during their membership. So, you know, and yeah, it costs us to do that. You know, it costs us. We realise that. We realise, you know, we should be charging more than we are. Um, but a big part of what we do is just to get the software out there. Um, we want, it helps us. It helps my trading. You know, I'm going to be trading the horses and I'm going to be loving trading it using the software. So, like I say, if you're not already a member, um, or if maybe you were a member and you've been thinking about rejoining, now's the time. If you want horse racing and you're interested in the football as well, now's the time. If you're only interested in horses, you could probably wait because I don't think it's going to, I think it's going to be a similar charge to what it is now just for horses. But if you want everything combined and, you know, obviously you'll be getting a huge value from that. Um, yeah, now's the time to sign up so that you can get it at that rate. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to be exciting. Adam's shown me the software. It looks really good. It's it's going to be able to kind of identify what you need and show you what you need and give you the selections you need to trade. Um, so it's just going to make your life so easy. It's going to make the researching easy and it's going to be able to create filters, systems, very much like the software, the football software. But I think actually a little more streamlined. I think actually a little bit better because it's newer and you know we've learned a few things from the football software that we can apply to the horses so yeah i'm excited for that i'm excited for 2021 i think it's going to be a ton of sport i think it's going to be a great year um and as we've always said with betfairtradingcommunity.com the best is yet to come right we're so excited we're always excited about the next thing we're doing because that's what we're all about we're always about that next step um so yeah guys uh, it's been great to have you i want to i want to say thank you as well as a final thing i really want to say thank you it was a really tough year 
right, for everyone. Even our business, you know, we had up and downs, um, you know, like I say, and like every business has had. But the support you've continued to show us is fantastic. And it's meant that we've been able to keep Betfair Trading Community going throughout the time. Um, and not only that, we've, we're working really hard on adding things, adding the software. Um, you know, we're even looking at whether we get even more help on that side of things to help us just speed that whole process up. And it's improving our trading, it's improving your trading, it's improving everyone's trading. And like I say, one thing I really want you guys to think about when you when you take this moving forward is the stuff you've been testing, if it's been close to being good but hasn't quite been good, look at it post-COVID, okay? Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, don't throw away all that work. You might be onto something, it might just have been affected by COVID. It's a really exciting year because we're going to be able to test out all these things um, once this vaccine is rolled out. I mean, it's been rolled out like bilio now, isn't it? So um, it's only going to be a few months now. Um, but yeah, fantastic. Thanks for the support, guys. Keep enjoying the trading. There's so much to trade now, which is brilliant. We're having so much fun. Um, you know, chat to me and Ryan. If you need any help, get on the private coaching section if you're a member. We help you one-to-one, -one. you know, we'll work with you. And uh, we've had so much good feedback from that. Like I say, the amount of time me and Ryan spend on that day is incredible. Because um, so, I know there's so many of you that don't even use the forum for anything else and, and don't want to really get involved in that. And that's fine. Your membership's yours to do with what you want. So it's fantastic that people who maybe don't want to do that or are a little bit shy or don't really know much about forums are able to use that private coaching and still take advantage of that great, you know, that great thing that we offer to all members. So, yeah, hope everyone's good. Hope everyone has a fantastic year. If you're feeling down, if things aren't quite going your way, you know, just try and stay positive because... I really do believe good things are coming, um, you know, and hopefully if you've lost your job, you'll be able to find work. Um, you know, sometimes these challenges, as stressful as they are, um, they can, you can kind of spin it as, you know, from my point of view, some of the most exciting times I ever had was when I had, when I was broke, right? Some of the most exciting times I ever had were when I lived in a bed sitting real, right? And if you've ever been to real, you'll know that, I lived on a street called Bath Street, right, in Real, which is apparently a really rough street of Real as well. Um, so that was, and, and do you know what? I had some of the best times of my life, right? So don't think of these challenges as negatives. Just think, these are challenges. These are exciting. You you can learn something about yourself during the tough times. Uh, obviously, I hope things pick up. And they you, let's be honest, they usually do, and time does tend to be a healer. Um, but yeah, hope you guys are keeping safe. Uh, just keep safe. This vaccine is coming. Things are great. Sports going to be on. Um, so we have a lot to look forward to. All right, guys, have a great new year.